information is free. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, baby, you want to know? Oh, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's Criticast. The name is Larry, and yes, it is the 70th episode. Something weird today. I could not get the permissions to play other people's songs, so couldn't play them today. So I'm going to do something that's insane. I'm going to put myself out there. Once upon a time, in like the dark ages, talking about 10 years ago, I just messed around on my laptop and created some music and recorded some music. So I will get you to laugh at me rapping okay so yeah i'm gonna play songs that i did a couple of years ago but later on i'm gonna talk about what a, what a woman's type of um, what a woman's hair says about the type of woman she is also especially dealing with issues of sexuality and that sort of thing also i'm gonna talk about the garissa attack yeah i'm gonna talk about that and get into that but first of all the main stories uh, that made the news this past week the africa cup of nations draw was made um the qualifiers that is uh, but before we talk about that well they're going to be happening in Gabon. Now, remember, uh, they were supposed to happen in Libya, but, you know, there's a war there, so they can't happen there. So they've been moved over to Gabon. And uh, Zimbabwe is in a group where they play Malawi, Swaziland, and Guinea. It's a group that they should fancy themselves. I know Guinea are very fancied side right now, but they're not on the same level that they were a couple of years ago when they beat us. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a chance in there. Then also big news coming out of South Africa. The Rhodes statue has finally fallen. Yes, that, that you know, fallout uh, over the Rhodes statue in um, at the University of Cape Town has left the university students feeling like, yay, you know, really like doing a big dance. It's, it's been removed from its very offending, that very offending stage, where it was, like, you know, the most prominent place in the university. Now, for many people, uh, they don't realize that it's more than just a statue and uh, it's about decolonization it's a process joe black put it on his uh, put it on his blog that decolonization is, is is you know it's a process and for some people say like oh, there are more important things to worry about he quite rightly says you know go and worry about those supposedly more important things things such as this where monuments are still up there for people that were responsible for pillaging and killing africans should be getting gotten rid of yeah anyway uh, Dayton Sumanje sadly passed away. He was the guy who was uh, the lead singer for Penga Udzoke. Now, if you don't know, remember who Penga Udzoke They're the ones who were, in 2002 released a monster hit called Tsawona. Yeah, you would have remembered that if you listened to Sungura and that sort of thing. Yeah. What else happened this past week? Oh, Chris Brown was in South Africa and, you know, was slip syncing. Yeah, apparently he, he was doing lip syncing in South Africa, which 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 what wasn't totally awesome. So yeah, and apparently he was not even good at it. So people were very upset, quite rightly, after paying so many rands to watch him. And uh, besides that, what else happened? Oh, um, yeah, a U.S. judge decided okay divorce over Facebook, which for me is kind of insane. You know, it's like you know, you can because the guy apparently was dodging this woman. Uh, the two Ghanaians got married, uh, and then the guy didn't want to go through the traditional custom, so she just disappeared. And for uh, for a couple of years, like three, four years, she's been trying to divorce this guy. So, a U.S. judge in the state of New York or the city of New York, I can't remember the state, but it's in the same place, right? Uh, he decided that you know she could send some summons over Facebook. And yeah, so that could become a new thing. Social media stepping into real life. 
Yeah, and then uh, finally, also happening this past week, uh, I remember that lady who uh, reportedly stabbed her husband to death using knives. Yeah, three knives. Uh, well, she's been released on fifty dollars bail. Yeah, the justice system. So they say she's got a very good defense. So we're gonna wait for that. I'm not gonna pass judgment on that. But you know, fifty dollars bail for taking somebody's life. It's yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. embarrassment right now this me 2005 when the world was weird it was different that's a track that i called waking it and i went under the name of ncb it was like a completely different life oh gosh yeah anyway uh the name is larry you're listening to the critic in case you're wondering why i am <laughs> rapping there just couldn't get permissions to play other people's music this week so yeah get it on time that's what it is and it's the 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 critical. The next thing I want to talk about is the tragedy that happened in Kenya, uh, in two about two weeks ago, no, a week ago actually, in Gari, at, at the university, the University of Garissa, where Al Shabaab militants went in and shot up, uh, you know, the, the the university, and resulting in the death of 147 people, most of them being university kids. Now there was a horrific pic that came out on the internet from an aerial f- picture from a. Um, from a room where you had just a whole bunch of dead bodies. Most of them looked like that. In fact, pretty much all of them were face down, showing that they'd been shot to the back of their head, execution style and, and stuff like that. Horrific stories. You know, um, the militants were also uh, said to have lured the students by promising them safety and all that other stuff and then killing them off. And, well, the sad thing about this all is until there was like a proper concerted effort. And I'm glad that this happened. You had guys like Trevor Mube from, you know, uh, Alpha Media House, Mail and Guardian, all that other stuff, coming out and say, no, you know, we need to be making noise. Because when there were like 12 people that were killed uh, in, um, in France, there was a bigger noise and there was all, you know, because of journalists and so forth. But these black African kids, nobody was fighting on their behalf and trying to make this a bigger issue than it was. And the hashtag all over the internet now is uh, 147 is not just a number. But the thing is, you know, when you really look at the situation, uh, the, 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 the Al-Shabaab is getting more mileage out of this and no one's really thinking about the poor victims. And that's, that's, that's the biggest victory for Al-Shabaab right now in, in that they're getting more famous or infamous, in, in, uh, rather, uh, while the 147 kids who died 
are just 147. It's a number. It's a bunch of Africans that died. So, you know, let's not make too much of a big deal about it. And that's the thing that's just galling me right now. And, you know, the silence from African leaders. Yes, Zimbabwe's president, Robert Mugabe, was in South Africa and condemned the attack. Uh, he's also the African Union um, chair, also the SADC chair. But at the same time, you know, uh, and uh, it's a joint statement that they made with uh, President Jacob Zuma of South Africa. But at the same time, I think you get the feeling that there is this fear of Al-Shabaab or fear, I don't know what it is, fear of Boko Haram, you know, you like, you you you, you want to think that they they could take a lot more action and, you know, take this more head on and really go after this. But I suppose at the same time, like just they found out this past weekend or this past week that there was a girl from South Africa who was going to join ISIS. So, you know, I think now issues to do with these fundamentalists, well, I'm not going to mention by religion and so forth because I don't want this to become a religious thing. Fundamentalists across the world are now reaching, their tentacles are reaching every part of the world. So, you know, there's fear and trepidation, that sort of thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, we need to stand up for what is right. We can't have 147 kids being killed and then just keep it moving, you know. It's not just Kenya going through this rubbish. It's, 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 it's a whole continent, you know. And to the students of Garissa that passed away, I say, you know, we're with you. And your families and so forth, uh, our hearts go out to your families. Our hearts go out to you because, you know, someone sitting out there, one of the students could have been somebody who had the cure for cancer or could have had the cure for AIDS or whatever it is, could have changed the world. And just like that, through, through a barbaric act, they've been taken away. And yeah, that's how it is. Just completely sad. Well, on the other side of this uh, DJ CMAG top five tracks that he's put together for us, I am going to talk about women and the type of hair that they have and uh, what is to do with sexuality, particularly short hair versus long hair. It's Larry, you're listening to The Criticast. As we go a little something like this. Hit it! Hit it! I don't give a fuck about the summer drama with the latata Yeah, shout out to DJ C-Mac for his top five. Oh, thank you so much, guy. And uh, he'll be back next week. And if you want to catch him, he's on Star FM between uh, 4.30 and 5. Yeah, yeah, he's on Star FM at 4.30 and 5 every Friday. Anyway, like I said, in the relationship segment, it's, yeah, it's kind of, sort of, kind of, it's a guy's view, my personal view when it comes to issues to do with women and sexuality and the type of hair they had. Now, I met a couple of friends this past week and they were, one of them has just gone like blonde and 
and I don't mean took a natural hair and got it blonde. She had that for a while, and now she's got long blonde hair. And the discussion started taking place. What does it mean? What does a woman's hair say? And all that other stuff. Blah 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 blah. Now, uh, it's it's a very. I'm going to give you the superficial view. The superficial view is that to start with, when a woman's got suddenly has short hair, you know, some people start thinking, oh no, she's not as attractive. And unfortunately, among a lot of men, they equate long hair to femininity. That's how we've been socialized. That the longer a woman's hair is, the the what you call it, the more likely she is to be very feminine, and she's less likely to be lesbian. And as far as some people are concerned, they even ta- take it that far, and they say, "Oh no, yeah, that's what it means." Uh, and then also they say, if she's got long hair, it depends on the length of the hair. Sometimes they say the length of the hair, like you have a really big hair, they're trying to hide something, and that sort of thing. And then some people are just like, "Hey, you know." Uh, this is um something that that we like. Just it's just a preference. I like long flowing hair. Maybe it's coming from socialization, uh, coming from uh, movies and that sort of thing. That woman's gonna run through, you know, those 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 corny movies where woman's running through um and the wind is going through her hair, whatever it is, and you know, slightly pornographic things, isn't it? Yeah. That, that phrase is just about as much life as a character in Game of Thrones. But anyway, having said that, uh, the other side of it all is I think that when you judge a woman based, uh, a woman's hair and judge it ba- and call it se- a thing about sexuality and so forth, I think if a woman is confident enough to get rid of all of her hair and still be, go out there and be herself or whatever it is, it might be the other reverse. It might be that she's sexually confident. So sexually confident, she's got a, it's a show of strength to say, you know, in spite of me not having my hair, not being your middle of the road type of person, the conventional type of woman, I can still own this personality. I can still own this look and still be the hottest thing out there. Yeah, you know, like, there's that woman from, from Movango. Yes, at some point I was in Movango. She used to be a character in Movango. She used to be bald. And no person out there is going to sit there and say, that made her less attractive. No. I mean, she had great hips and all that other stuff. And that tends to cloud your judgment. But in reality, did it make her less attractive? Mm, absolutely not. I mean, having said that, gents, I want to give you some advice, right? You know, uh, what not to say to a woman. Just like three or four things not to, not to say to a woman, especially your woman, about her hair. First thing uh, you like no don't say that don't say to a woman why don't you do your hair like so and so don't compare her hair to anyone else because that is just like so weird like she's i don't you know the depth of depravity in saying that you know yeah don't say it it's just like so here and don't say your hair looks thin yeah, it might look thin and in your head might sound like something that you can say, but no, you can't say it. It's just like not a safe thing. Uh, and when she comes in and she's got this new hairstyle, this phrase, interesting hairstyle. No, nope, just just don't. Just, just don't. Just just stay in that corner, be that naughty little boy in the corner. corner. Just don't say it. Just don't. But anyway, just to summarize, you know, like uh, some woman, what is her name, singer, girl, 
can't remember the name man she she's a track called i am not my hair yeah india Ari. yeah so yeah don't judge a woman based on her hair you know, especially if you're dating or want to date and stuff like that it's, don't stop making snap judgments of people and based on their hair that sort of thing and with that i say thank you very much for joining me on this week's credit cost and uh i, I yeah, it's um, it was pretty fun. And uh, big news, by the way, I'm starting a new show on ZFM every Friday between six thirty and seven, together with a lady by the name of Kundai Chianika. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So between six thirty and seven every Friday on ZFM Stereo. Listen to that. If you're listening, if you want to listen to it over the internet, it's www.zfmstereo.co.zw. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this was Quiddicast. And um, if you want to get in touch with me, touch with me, the email address is info at laddiequiddyline, or you can get in touch with me over um, Twitter at Quiddyline, or you could go to my website www.laddiequiddyline.com. Quiddyline has got a Y I at the end. And with that, with that, I say thank you very much for listening to me. And I leave you listening to one of my other songs. Yes, we're still exploring that other, other life. Uh, it's a song that I did with a woman at the time who called herself Bitch Cake. Yeah, the track is called Oh Hell No. Yeah, you'll find out why. It's been Larry, it's been the Criticast. Take care of yourself. Cause you told me how you felt You told me you could live it up And be happy all by yourself Quit playing girl I love you No one else above you My black Venus in the sky Wings of a black butterfly Quit the shame and let me talk to you Let you know what in my heart is true And when the song is through Baby girl Open the door and let it be I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?